0: Omicron Prime, the leader of the COVID bots. My new variation should terrify you. As as the Decepticons descend upon Earth, the Omicron will will unleash a new transformation of the Rona. Roll out! Hey, that was my Optimus Prime impression. It was pretty darn good. It was like he was in the room. We got you guys. We got uh, we got the Gimlet back. We got the Gimlet back from vacation, and we're going to be talking about the Omicron. And I think we both agreed. There, Gimlet, we're not going to ta- call it the Omicron. We're going to we're going to just call it the G, or the new variation, right? You feeling me?
1: I- I'm feeling you. I- I'm just actually really prone to ignoring it i'm not really sure why i'm supposed to be upset that four people in botswana have a cold
2: four people in
0: botswana have fallen victim to the sniffles and the omicron they must get kleenex and and rub.
1: well i mean did you read the did you see the comments from the like Head of the medical board in South Africa. I did,
0: I did. It's like, it's this
1: like, is a nothing burger.
0: Well, it's here's. I, I guess it's it's very weird. It it, it irritates me, but I, I guess I've got a a sight a a, a light and sunny disposition today because it's mm-hmm. like there's so much ridiculous. To, like you know, all should fear the Omicron, and then here's you look at the the headlines the 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 head of the health department in Africa, South Africa, whatever. He's like, yeah, it was, uh, you know, very mild symptoms, very mild. <laughs> people home. We're,
1: Some people even had a cough. They're just like, really tired. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to shut down travel? I'm just like, whatever. So, yeah, the,
0: so this is what I want to know. Like, how, and this is just me being ignorant, you guys, which... Welcome aboard. Welcome. If you haven't figured out that I'm like uh, mildly ignorant, (laughs) it goes beyond mild. How do they know about these new variations? Like, can you get tested? I, I see a lot of people tweeting this and it really made me think about it. Like, can you like, oh, you don't have regular Rona. You got the Delta or, ooh, according to this test, you don't got the Delta. You have the
1: Omicron. The Omicron Pront. Can you get tested for variations? How do they know? Well, that's all part of surveillance programs where they do viral sequencing on a certain number of samples in a given geography. So, no, you as an individual don't get... You'll, you'll never know which variant you were infected with. <laughs> so but how do they the know? Health, well, because they send... a specific like a random sample of of viral isolates right so when you get your your swab up your nose it goes into a petri dish or whatever it does some of them will when they can isolate the whole virus they will send it off for sequencing because that doesn't happen in every case not every test do you get the whole virus you might get parts of the virus but you might not get the whole thing so when it can be sequenced, a certain number of samples are sequenced every week, every month, every, you know, so that we know kind of like they do with the flu so that they know what strains are coming around. Not every not every test gets sequenced to understand if it's influenza A, influenza B, H1N1, what it is, but a certain right. number are so they can predict the vaccine. So it's right. kind of a similar thing to that. That's how they picked up Omicron. Um, and once they pick it up, they test the contacts to see if it if that particular variant is spreading.
0: Spread them. Spread yeah. them like, uh, whatever, I won't do that. Spread it like peanut butter. So, and,
1: and, and the really interesting thing is when you are infected with COVID-19, you're probably going to have seven or eight different variants in your body. I mean, you don't get colonized with just one kind. That's ridiculous. Yes. Um, because it's changing all the time. Literally, if you paid attention to the variations in influenza A, the same way you pay attention to variations in COVID-19, you would never leave your house.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, the whole ridiculous, like, and I love the media because they use certain words and these words are meaningless. Cases and transmissibility. The only thing anyone should care about with a new variant is virulence how sick does it make you and deaths. that's it (laughs) and who's dying who's dying is pretty important
0: dying is is right up there dying is right up there with getting laid i would um i would encourage everyone to follow cheryl atkison Cheryl Atkinson, because she's a good journalist. She's asking a lot of these questions, and she keeps asking, like, so why are they hiding this data? Like, how many, so how many people are dead, and how many people who who have been vaccinated are dead? What are, what are just, like, she deals with, like, numbers, and I I dig that. I dig that. Okay, we got to spend some time on this. Uh, We're having a lot of fun with uh, the Omicron, because I like saying Omicron, like, Mm -hmm. Optimus Prime but here's the big deal this is the big deal this is what I find uh mildly infuriating it it up uh, it makes me it it pisses me off it puts a b in my bonnet it's it puts a p in my pod it puts the cushion on my pillow they skipped uh, g they skipped um x i they're they're going through the the latin names I guess of like okay we're gonna call this one delta and the next variation is blah, blah, blah. So the next one up, the next one up was Xi, X-I, and they skipped it. They skipped that shit, and they went to Omicron because they didn't want to upset China. They didn't want to upset uh, Xi
1: Jinping,
0: Supreme Leader Winnie the Pooh.
1: And, and like
0: that, to me, says a lot. That says a lot, and it should it should tell you guys a lot. Because here's the deal. Like, I'm not happy. I have I don't mind pissing off uh, Jing Jing Winnie the Pooh. I really don't. I, he should be worried about how pissed off we are for unleashing this Rona unto the world. That's another. And it kills me. Oh, I don't want to go to a dark place. I really don't. Because we've talked about it on the show before. No one seems... To care that China did this, they're all like, Oh, Fauci, Fauci was given the money, and that was t-. yes, that is a, that is horrible. They shouldn't do it. I wish it hadn't happened. That's a whole separate thing, but like, I don't want any of this crap to happen again. And if you don't understand why it happened in the first place, you'll never be able to fix it. And I tell you, if if this if if Germany had done this crap. In 1932, we'd be up in arms. We'd be up in arms. But now, and it's it's the scary part. The media has done such a good job, such a good job of just ignoring, ignoring China. Oh, focus on the mask. Let's let's talk about masks. Let's talk about vaccines. Let's talk about social distancing. Let's talk about this. The last thing they they seem to want to talk about is China's role in this. Doesn't that that's gotta piss you off, too?
1: Well, it pisses me off, but what pisses me off equally, right? Bring it. Is we have this cadre of people with money and influence over the global health bureaucracy who are just obsessed with sticking needles in people and yeah. calling them vaccines even when they're not. Yeah. Like I'm a big believer medicines that we've had for years that we know what they do and we know what they do to you I think they're yeah. wonderful and me personally as a former registered nurse understanding um, bacterial illness viral illness and and all these other things I take the oldest drug possible until it just doesn't work anymore because the newer fancier drugs you take the quicker the viruses and the bacteria become resistant to those drugs take the old stuff like amoxicillin right well yeah well this is this but is what
0: leads me to there's got to be something else going on there's got to well, be something else going on
1: i i think it is literally an unbelievable arrogance among certain people like bill gates and dr anthony fauci and peter dajak and, and whatever, the bat lady, okay, to believe that you can have dominion over the virus or the, the world of viruses. Like if anybody currently masking and worried about their next booster had any idea how many of these the things they inhaled, every time they breathe in, they would, they would die from the stress of it all. Like, your yeah. body functions like a beautiful machine with most of these things. Okay? Now, my, the other yes, thing... Yes, my, my that body Cheryl, is
0: a beautiful machine with, with, yes. with a couple of lumps, but there's some beauty in there. A couple
1: lumps, a couple lumps, a couple lumps here and there. But I'm looking at the abstract that Cheryl Atkinson is the only... Mainstr- even close to Mainstream Reporter that put out about this PULS cardiac test, which gives you a five year risk for an acute cardiac event that could be a heart attack, it could be coronary artery disease, anything that decreases blood flow to your heart qualifies as ACS. They've had a longitudinal study going for eight years with the same people, right? Yeah. Post-vaccination, their five-year risk more than doubled according to this demonstratedly effective measure in the laboratory. And they know it's persisted, this increased risk has persisted for at least two and a half months to have something happen to decrease the blood flow to your heart. And no one is studying it. Not the NIH, not the CDC, not the vaccine makers, no one.
0: It's just another. <laughs> I I I don't. None of this. We keep coming back. I keep coming back to this. Like none of this makes sense. We keep finding evidence. Of like, well, here's just another thing that doesn't make sense. And why aren't they doing this? And why does it's just too suspicious? It's just too suspicious. Well, it, none well, look at of
1: excess mortality, non-COVID related, in people ages zero to sixty-four. It's doubled over 2020, and COVID doesn't explain it.
0: Yes, and and you look at like the numbers of of cases and 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 deaths and all this and like. Every place that people are like, "Oh oh, we're all vaccinated. We, we're, we've got a vaccination percent of
1: 117 percent of the people.
0: And like, doo-doo-doo, The numbers are climbing, the numbers are climbing.
1: Do you know who's it, had no excess mortality since January of 2020? Who? Sweden!
0: Those wacky Swedes, Those wacky Swedes!
1: We're all going to be Sweden. Just let it happen.
0: It's, uh, well, that's just it. They're just, they're hanging on to it. And I am not, I will say this. There, yes, there's a lot of money to be made. There's a lot of money to, like people always go, oh, Pfizer, it's about the money. It's, I really don't think it's about the money. I really don't think it's about the money with, with, with Pfizer. That's like a, that's like a plus. That's like a bonus. There's a lot of other insane like Rona industries that have popped up there for those people. If you've got a website that like, hey, check in on our website and get your health pass so you can go to work. Yes, they don't want the Rona to end. And I'm sure the people who make masks don't want it to end and stuff like that. But to keep pushing out this uh, air quote vaccine. That uh, is not doing what they want it to do and is, I would argue, making things worse. That is, uh, that's like, that's, that's, I go to a very evil place. I go to a very evil place where this, this, in my opinion, I mean, it's, it's not about, it's not about the Rona. It's about getting jabs in people's arms. And why do you want to um, get that jab in arms so bad?
1: This is not about health. It's about compliance. And what's really interesting is if you look now, India was super excited when the flu came back. Right. Yeah. Because viruses compete with one another for hosts. It doesn't mean the flu went away. It doesn't mean we're never going to have the flu again. What it means is COVID was kicking the flu's ass for a while. Okay. Yes. So India got the flu back. You know who else is getting the flu back?
3: Georgia, um, Florida, nope.
1: Alabama, all the places that have been open and have relatively low vax rates, but had Delta ripped through this summer.
0: Yeah. I uh so, like I had it. Once the flu comes back, dude, it's over. Terrifying.
1: But once the flu comes back, the pandemic is over. That's why you're not hearing the stories about the flu outbreaks on the college campuses down here and in the schools.
0: Yeah well it's uh i'll say well, I'll say it again it's our mantra it's our mantra, but uh ladies and gentlemen uh mr fauci Mr. fauci does not matter, and what he tells no. you to do does not matter. Nope. I would recommend uh behaving <laughs> behaving as if uh fauci just didn't say anything just though like that nice.
1: <laughs> Almost He's ready to recognize or recommend doing exactly the opposite of what he says.
0: It's it's uh it's ridiculous now. I mean it's been ridiculous for a while. I haven't been paying attention to it for a while. It's like seriously, I'm I'm honestly making an effort just to like I'm not even I'm just not even listening anymore. I'm just not even I'm not I'm not participating in the game. I'm not participating in the game. I'll see people, like, uh, with masks on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. You guys are still doing that. But, like, just, uh, it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. This The the Jing Jing, I blame China virus. I blame China virus. It's uh, horrible. Okay. Uh, Enough of that madness. Enough of that madness. We had fun with the Omicron. Let's talk A little bit, I want to get into, uh, uh, we're going to leave the smash and grab story uh, for the next segment. I keep thinking about these smash and grab things, and that's indicative of a a bigger problem. But let's just have some fun with, uh, because of the Omicron and because of the Xi Jinping uh, variant of this whole thing, uh, Biden, there's a travel ban. There's a travel ban. He's like, you can't come in from Africa, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody just immediately stands up and goes, "That's good, you did it, you did a good job." And it's just normally I'm bored by pointing out the hypocrisy of it all, but this one is just so huge. It's just so huge. We at least gotta give it some lip service because when Donald Trump was like, "We're stopping flights uh, where the pandemic's coming from." he was the most racist person on planet earth and now here biden does it and they're like that's a good call so this this goes out to all the people all the independents and the, and and our liberal friends it's like you got you got to uh, you got to admit that you got to admit that 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 if trump is a racist for doing it then biden needs to be a racist and if biden is not a racist then Trump wasn't a racist either. So someone was lying to you. Da-da-da-da-da-da.
1: I go to next level on that one, too. Take it.
0: Take it, woman.
1: Um, Last I checked, the Chinese people are Asian. According to the left, at Harvard and Yale and California, Asians are actually white adjacent. So we can't be racist against them. Isn't
0: that... <laughs> that to me is
1: like is why
0: so you just insulting out
1: a bunch of black people
0: It's that is like the most the, like the honestly the most racist thing I go down a very racist rabbit hole when I think about that. So here's what here's what gimlet's talking about. like you, you fill out your little college application yada, yada, yada. and now uh, they're 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 lumping in Asians. Who very recently were were people of color? They were a a minority, but because the Asians do so well on tests, they're like, we're considering you to be white people. So, which is, which 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 is so insanely racist to me. It's like so wow so.
1: Wow, you've acclimated, and you've, like, met, like, you're kicking everybody's ass, so now Asian people, we're helping you in with these people. Asian people are so smart, we consider them white. It's just... Yes! It's just... It's,
0: it's stupid. stupid! So what does that say, though? Like, oh, it's like... It's like in a weird reverse logic way they're just going listen if you're black you just can't it's impossible. It's impossible. It's so racist. It's
1: well, so racist. They're doing it with like, Hispanics now too.
0: Oh, well if you Like if
1: you're third if if if, if, if you if, if you are third generation and your family came here and did really well and like owns a business and and, and lived the American dream. Yeah. Oh. You're
0: white, oh Jesus.
2: God!
0: It's the funniest thing. Okay, so look down at your skin. Okay, what's your last name? Garcia. Oh, okay. So you're a third generation uh, uh, Latino. How'd you do on your test? I did very well. Ooh, you're so smart. You must be
1: white. It's just me. It's just I can't get past it. I can't get past it. Look at your skin. Like,
0: like, Look at your skin. When, oh, I'm dark. Oh, are you African-American? I am.
1: <laughs> like, but I didn't do so good. It must be because <laughs> of But It's
0: so racist.
1: Beginning with Barack Obama's presidency, we started to racialize America. And this whole people of color meme oh. came out. So you had the Hispanic people of color. You had the black people of color. You had the Asian people of color. You had the Native... The only people that are consistently fucked, as far as these people are, are concerned now, are Native Americans and black people. And smart people. And smart, smart people are white. You, I mean, it's stupid. <laughs> That's the thing. That's, I can't get past it. If you're smart, you must be white. That's <laughs> I mean, there's and no white supremacist rules. The rules. This is them.
0: Oh, you're so smart. You must my be
1: what? Oh Spencer. my god! <laughs> Spencer would not say that. Uh, it's That's even if,
0: possible. Listen, if we did that, if if we if we did that, we'd be in jail with the January six people. Like if you, if you like, if you. I'm just thinking you do oh a car god. trick. You're, you're like on the streets in New York. And you're doing like three card monty, and and the guy figures oh. it out. You're like, all right. So what are you white?
1: <laughs> Dude, it's a good thing we're not doing this live because I literally have tears running down. My face right now.
0: It's the funniest thing ever. When you reach a certain level of IQ, Absurdity. that
3: automatically makes you white. <laughs> the funniest thing.
0: All right. I know. We got to take a break. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. There's plenty to talk about, including uh, Ma- Madonna's nipples. That's right. McDonald's. Madonna.
1: I will said McDonald's
0: nipples. I- I'd like a, there's a happy meal. Okay. We'll be right <laughs> Jesus.
2: Today, this breakfast isn't just breakfast. It might be the first McDonald's breakfast you're having at McDonald's again. This lunch might be a weekly tradition you hadn't had in weeks. And this dinner might be the first one you bought for not just you in a while. Whatever this order is for you, McDonald's will be here to take it. Get more of the chicken you love with a delicious McChicken sandwich for $1. And for an extra buck, add a refreshing Dr. Pepper. Dining rooms are starting to reopen in certain communities. At participating McDonald's, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition merit-based scholarships and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army.
0: We're back. It is the B block of the show. B is for boob. We got a a little fun little story with Madonna. It's always wonderful when famous people realize that censorship exists. It normally happens to, you know, people on the right and, you know, an account makes like, it's happened to me. It's happened to the Loftus Party and blah, blah, blah. Madonna. <clears throat> Just got censored. She put up some uh she had some pictures done and she put them on her Instagram. And evidently you could see uh, nipple in in one of the pictures, and the, the pictures are up at the loftestparty.com. We got them. Uh and I guess nipple is where Instagram draws the line. So they took the pictures down. Lickety split. Now, of course. Madge, old old madonna uh came back with this is ridiculous ba blah, ba 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 and so she reposted the uh the the pictures and she put a little like heart symbol over the the nipple that you could see but i just want to say uh to madonna welcome aboard welcome aboard this is how it this is how it feels is it ridiculous yes yes i find it very odd that and this is this was her point too to the, the, the actual, like, I don't think, what's, what's up with nipples? When, where, do you, where do you draw the line with, ooh, you can show the entire boob, but now that there's a nipple involved, now it's erotic and porn and we should take it off. So it is completely ridiculous. It is completely ridiculous. Now imagine that, Madonna, uh, over a political post. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm, I take I'm taking a little bit of just like uh glee in in Madonna not like not enjoying being censored. It's not fun, is it? It's not fun. And I, and I'll have you guys know a million years ago <clears throat> when dinosaurs ruled the world, I was involved with a comedy album about the Bill Clinton administration. A lot of famous people, uh you know, myself, Kevin Pollack was on the album, uh a bunch of Oh, that wonderful lady from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That Ferris Bueller, he's a righteous dude. She was on the album, and it was on Maverick Records. And then Madonna found out that we were making fun of Bill Clinton, and she, like, booted us. She instantly canceled the project. So she, in effect, censored me back in the day. So welcome aboard, Madonna. Censorship sucks. You probably shouldn't have done it then. And I'm, and now you know what it feels like because you're the victim of it now. Okay. With that being said, uh, she's definitely – let's just get into – she looks – now granted, she's probably using filters and stuff. Madonna uh, can still take a pretty good photograph, I think, for being, like, however old she is. But she's definitely had – she's got a couple of pictures where, like, she's uh, – her whole thing is, like – you can show a, a butt, but you can't show a nipple and this, that, and the other thing. She's got some booty pics on there where she's, like, wearing fishnet stockings. And she's definitely had work done on her butt. And that's – that made me sad. That made me sad. Why
1: did it make you sad?
0: Because I, I think I think she went – it just doesn't look natural. And then you start thinking about it, and it's just, like, uh, not a good thing. It's just – it's just it, – listen – like with So if your with, butt
1: starts to sag, leave it alone.
0: You can get implants. I'm listen Oh okay. I, I, but don't go big. Don't go big. She like all of a sudden she's got this big bouncy badonkadonk. donk and it's like okay that wasn't there a couple years ago and now all of a sudden there it is. So just it's like boobs. I got no You want to get fake boobs? I highly encourage it. Highly encourage it, but when your doctor's like, "Let's get you up to a double D when you were a B cup," the app in that afternoon, maybe go C, maybe you don't go giant double D. So the same goes true uh, with with booty implants. Get a butt lift, get an implant. I don't care. Just don't go huge. Like like we all can't pretend. Oh, that's right. You always had that huge dump truck butt. No. Let's not, let's not. You were this.
1: always a Kardashian.
0: <clears throat> yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I don't want to forget this. Um, go, you're also going to want to go to the website, theloftestparty.com. Uh, we're working on a promo code for the, uh, hopefully, it will be activated by the time you hear this. Uh, and I just don't want to say exactly what the promo code is going to be just in case they change it at the last second. You know, all the all the web design smart people do these things. So we're doing the show on the fourth uh, for that show tonight. The the lineup just keeps improving. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a beta test of our streaming service at that dot com. When you go to subscribe, as I'm sure all of you will. There will be a promo code that can, you can use at the checkout, and it's going to save you some dough. It's going to save you some dough because you're awesome sauce. So I don't want to forget that. And then if you're in, uh, if you're on in the New York area, on Long Island, or if you're over in Connecticut or Jersey, and you want to make the drive, uh, December fourth, go to. The America First Warehouse. I'll have links up at theloftistparty.com, too. So that's all wonderful. I never want to forget to say that. I never want to forget to mention uh, all the cool crap that's going on at this America First Warehouse. There's, like, things are cooking here, Gimlet. Things are cooking. And uh, the America First Warehouse, slow and steady, wins the race. But we are... I we're, feels like we're about to turn the corner because there's shows being done there. There's other live events doing there, stuff being filmed, musical acts, comedy shows. Uh, we're getting, you know, voter registration drives. It's like it's a pretty sweet. It's a pretty sweet home base. So there you go. That's what's going on with that. Okay we got to make a little bit more fun of uh of Joe Biden. And this whole they say it's the most expensive Thanksgiving in history. And and they keep trying to tell me, they keep trying to tell me that uh inflation's good. And that's just how that's how desperate they are. Oh, because more people want to buy stuff, there's an increased demand. Uh that means things are going great. No.
1: Uh it, no. <laughs>
0: How much did you pay for your turkey this year
1: i I'm not a good gauge because I bought mine six weeks ago
0: Well, you're one of those big giant side of beef freezer ladies
1: I am two dear yeah. incoming
0: we <laughs> you know that like uh <clears throat> do you have uh do you have like those uh uh honey bake stores near you
1: uh honey bake ham yes we do
0: yeah. Those things are fantastic. Those things yeah. are great. So they also do turkey breast. So you can get oh, like do a, they? oh my goodness. It's delish. Now honey baked ham. That's that's the one that made them. That's the one that put them on the map. They also do turkey breast. These things were clocking in at like close to $38.
1: For just the breast?
0: Yes. Yes
1: You can't even make soup out of that
0: No And it was uh, You get a couple of those things And you're looking at some real do-re-me And like I didn't cook the turkey this year Normally I'm the turkey guy That's what was I was, was very thankful to have You know to take, uh, to take a free ride And have someone else cook But like I, I was seeing Prices of like $80 For a turkey You
1: know I mean, I think part of it is, too, like, I know people are complaining about chicken prices and turkey prices kind of nationwide. We have an inordinate number (laughs) of chicken and turkey processors down here. Yeah. So, like, I don't, what we, what I'm seeing is $10 a pound ground beef. Like, ground beef that you make hamburgers out of. Yeah. That's insane. That's ground beef. That's the shit nobody wants. And I'm not talking about ground sirloin because, you know, you can have a sirloin steak and sell that. So, I mean, that's actually like good meat. I'm talking ground round. Oof. Yeah. Ten dollars a uh... pound for that. Mm, No, I'm telling you right now, like the butcher department at the (laughs) grocery store, they know me because I'm hunting through the meat case (laughs) and finding the stuff that's going to expire tomorrow. Yeah, And if it doesn't have a reduced tag on it, I'm like, guys, this is no good tomorrow. You're going to mark it down today?
0: <laughs> Do they like you there? Are you friendly? Are you like...
1: Oh, yeah, because they mark it down so it sells. And then I take it.
0: That's great. I yeah. love, I love being friendly and being on a first name basis with the people who work at the grocery store. That is, <laughs> that is a great thing. And I would yeah. encourage everybody to do that, your grocery store. Start calling people by their name, start conversation, find out about their lives. There was a dude, Windriff, my my guy Windriff, he's retired, but he ran uh, Ralph's, he was the manager of my neighborhood Ralph's grocery store. And it was just, there's something awesome about you walking mm-hmm. to the grocery store and the dude would like, hey, my, he'd see me and the boys, he'd wave and just, what's going on? Hey, man, what's good? And get, oh, you get the service is better. You feel better about, it's like, it's like that whole community vibe and you get, you get treated better. You get oh, yeah. treated better when you're friendly.
1: The produce manager knows I love the package of those purple carrots. I'm not sure why. I just think purple carrots are cool. Okay. They make me happy.
0: You're a big fan of the purple carrot. You're a big fan of the purple carrot. I hear you'll do anything for the big purple carrot.
1: Oh, yeah, not exactly. But um, (laughs) uh, they're normally a little more expensive than the bag of orange carrots. Yes. But people that buys them, they continue to stock them because I like them. And so the produce manager will be like, purple carrots are on sale. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's the, the little uh, things in your life that matter.
0: Okay, so check this out. So I had a, a phenomenal the relationship with everybody at the Ralphs in Studio City. At, mm-hmm. There was actually two big Ralphs, the smaller one, whatever, whatever, whatever. So now I'm out there on Long Island, and uh, it's very adversarial. <laughs> it's, it's a very adversarial vibe <laughs> at the grocery really? store. Really? Like, okay, so th- you guys, this is not politics. I, I never, I didn't think we would be here. If you have, you do you ever do that, like that, that Marzetti uh, veggie dip? Yeah, I
1: know what it is, yeah.
0: Okay, it comes in this little container and they've yeah. got ranch veggie dip and then they've got, so now they've got all these different varieties mm-hmm. and, and there's light and blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> months ago, I'm at the grocery store and I'm like, oh, I'm going to pick up some veggie dip, you know, yada, yada. They have a French onion. Oh, my God. I love French onion dip. I like it when you make it from the, the Lipton's instant soup mix. Uh-huh. You do that. OK, but you, you go with the Marzetti French onion. I'm like, let's try this out. The flavor is close. The flavor is there. A lot fewer calories, but it's extremely delicious. So. I'm like, I'm going to get more of this. I thoroughly enjoy the Marzetti French onion veggie dip. So I go back. They're out. And I go back like a week later. They're still out. It doesn't look like it's coming back. So then I go to the little deli department. Like, I would do this in California. And they're like, you know, hey, how can I help you? So it was like a battle of wills. Uh, So I go to the deli department. I'm like, hey, how's it going? I'm super friendly. I'm super friendly. Hey, how's it going? And they're like, "What can I help you with?" Like they're ready to go toe to toe. I'm like, "Oh, I was just wondering who does the uh, the purchasing for the deli department." I don't know. I can find out. What's wrong? What's the matter? I'm like, I'm like, no, this is actually a good thing. So, I was I had to maintain this friendly attitude. I went up the chain of command, and now I'm like I'm in too deep, right? I've already asked like two people who does the buying. So finally, I get to like the 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 head dude, and he's right. Re- there, New York is such a complainathon place that everybody thinks I'm complaining. And then I finally, I finally get the guy. Hey, it, that Marzetti French onion dip—that's really good. Could you guys order some more of that? Yeah, yeah. I'll find out who. Somebody's supposed to. Somebody's supposed to order that. I'll like no, no, no. No one's in trouble. No one's in trouble. No one's in trouble. I'm not just, going to corporate. Right? I just, I enjoy it. It's a guilty little pleasure. I like it. So if we could just order a couple. And it's like they couldn't process that. They couldn't, they couldn't process it. You could just see it, the look on their faces, like, oh, what's the angle here, buddy? Oh, my dog's barking. My dog's got something. Oh it must squirrel. be the
1: Amazon person. My dogs always bark when Amazon shows up.
0: Oh gosh, Amazon. So I bought so I bought a couple uh Christmas gifts the other day. I'm on I'm on the Amazon. huh I'm on the Amazon. And, uh, and this is just like, this is like false advertising. They, they do this thing, like you, you're hovering your cursor over the uh, item that you're gonna buy. Uh, and they're like, hey, you click here now, click this, click this right now, buddy. And this one's gonna be on your front door tomorrow. I'm like, sweet. I click it and then I click another item. They're like, click it now, click it within the next four hours. And this bitch is gonna be on your doorstep tomorrow. I click that one too. Then you get the confirmation email. They're like, "It'll be there in about four days." You're like, "Wait a minute! Wait, that's yes. not what I bought, right?" I'm like, "Do you want? Should I show you a screen grab?" And then I'm like, "I can't even complain about that. It's it's such a uh, a crazy thing that they're they're able to do it." But I'm gonna really.
1: Can I just Can I just say this?
0: Yes, you can.
1: My Christmas shopping is done.
0: I'm I'm jealous.
1: <clears> I've never, I, 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 okay, not, I still got to do a little bit of stocking candy and stuff, but I've yeah. never been done before December 1st.
0: That is, uh, <clears throat> that's something to aspire to, especially this year, especially this year. I'm happy that, listen, if you, if you've got little kids that you have to buy for, you better get on it. You better get on it. Cause I think, uh, I think the toys, that's gonna be a tough one. I think they're gonna take a big hit. and everybody, and I need to do this. Of course, I'm talking about buying on on Amazon. <clears throat> but uh, I'm gonna try to go as local as I can from independent places that's uh there's I saw this ad, and let me know what you think about this because I, I got so excited about it. there's a uh, a website that has accumulated All of these veteran-owned businesses, which I'm a big fan of, right? I like like the Black Rifle Coffee and all this stuff. I love the idea of veterans, you know, military people, because they know how to get it done in the military. And then they hire their their buddies and the you know the the people that they served with, and like, we're gonna start a business and blah 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 blah. So this website, I'm like, oh, that's that's brilliant. They it's like it's like a whole list, it's all in one place. And they're like, you have to uh pay a membership fee to get access to that. Now I know you're you're trying to make a buck. But how about instead of a membership fee, you just take a piece of every sale. How about that? Right? Cuz now I'm like, now I didn't go. When I heard, "Oh, you got to pay a membership fee to look at the list." I'm like, "Dude, don't do that. Take 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 a piece of the action." You know? Tell yeah. Doesn't that make more sense? Yes. Yeah. That's what I would do. Maybe I should do that. At the loftus party, invite these veteran owned companies and just like, "Listen, I'll put a link to your place. I'll push your thing. Just give me just give me uh whatever if you, if you're if you're selling an item for, you know, 10 bucks, give me give me 50 cents and I'll keep the ad going on there." It's mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm glad we got to look out for each other. I feel bad now. I feel bad that I was bitching about Amazon and I'm like, I should be going. I should be going locally." Okay. So if if well I
1: try like when there's a book, when there's a book I want, yeah, I buy off Amazon because there are other options and a lot of people are putting them on their own websites now. So if I can do that, I will.
0: Yeah. Um, So are you are you doing like a digital download or is this like a printed like hardback soft cover?
1: I still like the hardback, the hardcover so I I like the physical book. I don't know that I'm ever gonna get over that.
0: Oh yeah. Well, here's like I have categories. I have categories. Like I'll I read every night uh, before I go to bed. It helps turn my brain off. But I found mm-hmm. that like it, it's got to be fiction it, or it's got to be fantasy. It's got to be science fiction. Like if I if if I'm reading <laughs> like something historical, yeah, based on reality, it, it'll keep me awake. If and if if I, I if, even if I go like uh, like the born supremacy or the born identity if it's like if it's like a, a a thriller but based in reality i'll start thinking about it and i'll start th- plot points and picking apart but man you give me uh you give me you give me some farm kid growing up in the land of noble needle and he's the chosen one and has to find the last dragon turd <laughs> i'm asleep in four pages
1: I don't know. I've been reading some of the books on uh, Russiagate and all. The, it might as well be fiction. Like, you can't believe this shit actually happened. Like, wow. I, I, I mean, like, look at the mainstream, like, especially the ones that are comparing, like, the mainstream media coverage of stuff. Yeah. It's like the mainstream media is like fiction.
0: It is. It is. You know what? We We're going <laughs> to have like, to pick this. We're going to have to kick this over and pick this up on Patreon. But we got to talk about that. I'm so I'm so glad you brought that up. <clears throat> this it, and it's like it's it's become commonplace and it shouldn't you guys. It shouldn't. We should be. It's like we started off the show uh, how they, they skipped G and they're calling it Omicron because they don't want to upset China. We should be upset with China. Not not the Chinese people. I'm talking about the the, the, the government, the leadership. OK. We should be upset with them. They killed a lot of people. They killed a lot of people. We should be righteously pissed off. And we should have some serious righteous anger. And I I, I kind of want to keep stoking those flames of, of the, the legacy media, the corporate media that just peddled this Russia Trump collusion, this steel dossier, complete and total fabrication. And, and literally. Lied to the American people for years and uh, changed the course of our nation. They changed the course of our nation. Okay, we're taking a little break. We're coming back. Uh, we're coming back with uh, what's on the web with Paul. She's a gooden. And then the Gimlet and I are headed over to Patreon. I can neither confirm nor deny. We will. We there might be more discussion of uh, Madonna's boobs. She's got a great rack. In honor of the new Beatles movie, this intro will have a clap track. What's on the web? What's on the web? What's on the web with Paul?
3: That's pretty pretty good. That's the first time I've ever got my WWE intro music.
0: (laughs) There you go. How's it going, buddy? How was your Thanksgiving? How was your turkey day?
3: My Thanksgiving was good. Nothing significant to report. How'd your Thanksgiving go?
0: Same, same. The only well, (laughs) I'm always going to find something to complain about, dude. I'm always going to find something. Uh, But the food, the food was outstanding. This was like I've got it down so good after a lifetime of practice. People and and, uh, my family needs to know this. I'm going to make several passes. I don't know how your your style of dining is for Thanksgiving. Here's me. I, I do like a light pass in the beginning. I have a little bit of everything. Then it's like I'm honing in. It's like radar. It's like how a bat finds food. I, I, I scour everything just a little bit. People always say, is that all you're going to have? Is that all you're going to have? I'm like, <laughs> no, bitch. I'm coming around. Then you load up. But then you got to leave food for multiple desserts. It's like people don't have a game plan. I have a game plan for Thanksgiving. So it was wonderful. The food was great. The food was great. I wish there was more. I wish there was more. Okay. Uh, So that's how it went. So that we had a lot to discuss. The website is popping, buddy. It is popping. So what is on the web?
3: Well, the first thing we should talk about is the eternal humor of turkeys away by Lisa. This was by far and away the most popular post on the website this week. And it looks back at a sitcom called WKRP in Cincinnati, and it was a Thanksgiving special that they did, and it was about how, for a promotional stunt, they decided to drop turkeys out of a helicopter, and that went horribly wrong, as you can see in the clip that's posted at the website. Apparently, a lot of people remember that, and or they, they clicked on it and they liked it because that's what people were viewing this week. Did you ever watch WKRP in Cincinnati, and specifically, did you ever watch this episode?
0: Not only did I watch WKRP in Cincinnati, I watched it as a kid when it was on uh, in reruns, and then as a guy who wrote on sitcoms, I found a new appreciation for WKRP in Cincinnati, and that is really like a Hall of Fame level show. Like every character, was well, seriously we could, dude, we could do twenty minutes just on WKRP in Cincinnati. But it was so funny. And that episode is so hilarious because you got uh, Les Nesman up there in the helicopter. It was a, It's a promotional stunt, I think, that Les came up with, with the station uh, owner. Actually, the guy's mother ran the station. But he's like the well-meaning owner. And it comes from a really good place. And it is hilariously funny to this day. I don't want to ruin the episode for for anybody but it's definitely go on youtube i'm I'm sure it's there and wkrp in cincinnati does not get the love that it should get the, the the guy who played this sales guy was hilarious johnny fever was hilarious everybody was strong on that show everybody and then you have lonnie anderson probably the smartest character in the show is the blonde with the huge boobs that everybody thinks it's going to be dumb? It's like the way they played archetypes, and then they went against type for for Lonnie Anderson's character. It's 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 a great show, and especially that episode, especially that episode when it's it's the reenactment. It's like the it's like the Hindenburg. You hear it all over the radio. Oh, the humanity! Oh, it's great. What a great episode. What a great series.
3: So definitely people should go to the website to check it out. at least as, a, as another clip or two there that goes along with it. So it adds to the the viewing experience of that one. Yes, so that's a good one. Yes.
0: But it Speaking. comes from a very good place. They want to randomly give turkeys to people on Thanksgiving. So they're they're pushing live turkeys out of a helicopter high above Cincinnati so that it's random. And it's just a random act of kindness this is before 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 random acts of kindness were a thing and it goes horribly awry just you gotta watch it
3: yep so going on to a completely different viewing experience but still something that people can view the next one of the next big posts on the site this week was nick Cersei's capital punishment fights ruling classes january 6 disinformation For those people who aren't aware and probably most of our listeners are nick Cersei's an actor you know him but he actually went to the January 6th um, – I wouldn't necessarily call it a protest because that's not really what it was about. It was to listen to Trump That's what it was initially about. Yeah. The January 6th Trump speech, and he was there – in his own words, was he was kind of there just as a spectator or whatever. And so he recorded some footage. And after you know journalists and the government made it is what it is today, he decided, you know what, I'm going to make a documentary about it and show people what really happened. And he also got to talk with some people – who raided by the government. And this is all now a documentary. I did a and a with him, so he told us a little bit more about that. People can read at the website exactly what it's about, along with a video clip from the documentary. And then, of course, our post tells everybody where they can go to watch that. I don't know if you've got a chance to look at it all or if you spoke with Nick about it because you know him. Didn't Didn't know that. So I wanted to hear what your thoughts are.
0: I did not speak to Nick about it, but I was highly, highly um entertained with his tweet in support of the story hey, listen he's a good guy he's a good dude and he's a he's a fine actor and and i'm i'm he's he's a better than fine actor and i don't want to blow smoke there's a chance that nick listens to the show nick you're good we get it <laughs> <laughs> but i'm so it's like dude it's one of those things where it's like, this is why I'm happy that we have the website. This is why I'm happy that we do what we do. Cause this is the kind of thing like he Nick's an actor and a lot of you know big commercial successes. And for him to do this documentary is all it's it's very, very cool. And I love just being able to support it. And that's what that's the answer. That's the answer. A guy, a talented dude, makes a documentary. We help get the word out as a as a platform. Sk-douche. So if a few more people watched it and we we turned uh, a few more people on to the events that really happened and that perspective and the whole then freaking mission accomplished. That's what I want to keep doing. That's what I want to keep doing. That's what gets my my juices flowing. That's what gives me the rise and the Levi's.
3: And people do need to go to theloftistparty.com. Need to watch both the trailer. Well, the trailer's at his website, but we have a clip
2: yeah. from
3: the actual documentary. This is not something that was just thrown together. This is a professionally produced produced, and a professionally done documentary. It's not just to see-the-pants thing where he just did it on the weekend. This is oh, really right? well done. This is <laughs> this is really well done. It's got a, you know, he, he got a director for it. He got a whole production team for it. And the clip alone that I have posted there is fascinating. So that tells you something about the documentary.
0: Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. I dig it.
3: All right. So let's go on to the next one. I wrote another post this week. It's actually another Q and A I did. I did it with a, a a fiction author named Mona Lisa Foster, and the title of the post is "Communism Survivor Mona Lisa Foster Keeps Strong Female Characters Out of Her Fiction." So because it's a Q and A, people need to read it. But that title says a lot. She indeed is a communism survivor. She was born into communist Romania. I don't know if you remember the 19, late 1980s, I think it was 89, Nikolai Ceausescu. Do you remember them dragging him out and executing him? I don't know if you remember that or not, but that was a big story at the time. Yeah. But anyway, we go into how you know her life lived under communism or born under communism. She escaped as a child, influences her fiction today, and that includes her keeping strong female characters out of, out of her fiction. And I don't know if you wanted to go ahead and explain to people who might not know what a strong female character is.
0: Well, I, I think it's it's kind of self-explanatory, and and like I really, first of all, that girl's name is just so cool. Yep. Like Mona Lisa Foster, that's just cool. And I res I I respect her point of view in storytelling and her choices, and I really I, I, I dig it because you need that, you need that answer. You need that point of view. There are, they're, they're cramming in these air quote strong female care and in, into everything. It's everywhere you look and it's like, they're trying to redefine what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a man, all of that. And so I just dig anybody who's like, Holding down the fort and being like i'm going to look i'm going to write and create from this point of view because uh, to me i don't, I don't want to say it's necessary, but i'm just i'm glad it's happening i'm glad it's happening
3: right, so for people who still might not understand a strong female character is usually written in you know the strong female in character are usually capitalized and it's meant as a derogatory statement. Think about Bree Larson as Miss Marvel in. You know, as Miss Marvel in the Marvel Comics Universe film, that yeah. would be a type of strong female character where they try to make her masculine instead of writing a, you know, a, a woman who's feminine, but, you know, is not necessarily a pushover. They're, they've gone. That's what she, that's how Mona Lisa Foster wrote it. Her characters are her female characters are actually women. They're feminine. They're not these masculine, you know, no personality. Mary Sue's that you see so much in today's fiction.
0: Mary Sue's. That's what it was. That's what it was. I was thinking it was Mary Jane. They're Mary Sues. And it's so annoying. Uh, and I'll, I'll just touch on this briefly because I want to cram as much into this uh, segment as we can. One of the problems with Captain Marvel, uh, to all the, the our fantastic listeners, is like nothing really affected her. Like she overcame everything. They would do flashbacks like, oh, she fell off the rope. Okay, then she got back up and she climbed it. Like we see – like there – she – she didn't have an uphill battle. She never, yep. she never really struggled with a- anything. I mean, obviously, and the way they chose to tell the story, it's like she's an accomplished fighter pilot in the, like, the opening scene of the movie. And then, and then you do these flashbacks like, oh, she wrecked her car. She wrecked her toy car when she was a kid. Well, obviously, she overcame that because now she's a <laughs> fighter pilot. Oh, she fell off the rope. OK, obviously, she overcame that. Like, why not? Oh, Whatever. It's, it's horrible storytelling, and, and they're doing it a lot. They're doing it a lot. Uh, like uh, the, the girl in uh, the Star Wars, those horrible Star Wars movies. And once again, I don't blame the actress. I blame the writer. I blame Disney. But it's like, oh, uh, hey, I've got the force. That's easy. I can move all kinds of stuff. Look at me go. Self-trained. First day. It's just <laughs> It's
2: ridiculous. It's yep. ridiculous.
3: Yep. And you're right. I I, I called her Miss Marvel because I still think of her original name. But, yeah, it was called Captain Marvel the movie. Anyway, that's exactly um, what we were talking about. And Mona Lisa Foster writes entirely different female characters than them. You know, exactly as you explained, they, you know, her characters have struggles. They're not perfect stuff like that. So people need to read the Q&A that I did with her. It's fascinating for all all the reasons we talked about. So next, next we got to go to Boba Fett. Rain, new TV spot, The at our website's called Rain, the Book of Boba Fett trailer. And this one sort of corrects some of the problems that we saw in the first full-length trailer. And there's also a little Easter egg that's in there that was also in the original trailer. That was one of the female Twilights, or Twi'leks, <laughs> um, is one of the Easter eggs. So wanted to hear your thoughts about what they seem to have corrected in this trailer and then for you to give away what who exactly that female Twi'lek is.
0: Well, OK, so with the first trailer and, and you know, I just haven't going to say it. It's like Boba Fett is woke. Now, woke is being bandied about a lot. And maybe it was the wrong word to choose. But like in, in the first trailer, uh, Boba Fett gets recognized and he's like, I'm not a bounty hunter. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not. You're not. OK, so you're thinking, OK, so maybe that's he's he's in, he's saying that in reference to being a crime boss. Now, because he's, you know, he's taken over uh, Jabba the Hutt's organized crime game. And he's like, oh, I'm going to rule with, like, fairness and respect. And, like, what? What? It's so. So what? I was so disappointed in that trailer. So disappointed. So Disney did a course correction. And they, like, this one has, like, barely any dialogue. And there's, like, they just, like just don't let anybody talk. Don't let anybody talk. Disney plus is going down fast. They're really, they're really, they have sown some really horrible PC seeds and they're about to reap them. And it's good. It's going to be awesome to watch. Uh, so I think Boba Fett won't be like a train wreck, but it'll be a huge disappointment. A giant disappointment. And the and the Twilek, uh, who is uh talking to another Twilek. Uh I I, what's that what's that girl's name? She was from uh Flashdance. Flash
3: Dance, Jennifer Beals.
0: Jennifer Beals. Jennifer Beals is in there. Still working. I'm always happy when she gets work. I always like that girl. So hopefully she'll do a Twilight dance and like lean back in a chair. While backlit, and then have a bucket of water
3: poured off over. Re- her. She looks very good for her age, if you think about it. That was flash dance is mid, mid maybe late eighties, but I'd say mid eighties. Yeah, and she still looks a, uh, still looks really good for her age.
0: She's a hottie. She's a total hottie. So, so yeah, I'm I'm thoroughly prepared to be completely disappointed by Boba Fett, and 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 it'll be. I, I can't judge it. I haven't seen it, but it's like if he's not a bounty hunter, I, I and and he's a crime boss who's going to rule with respect. Maybe he's lying. I, I, I don't know, but like when when <laughs> we've seen this guy just be a ruthless killer,
1: a ruthless
0: killer. Then in uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, he's thrown into the Sarlacc pit and it takes like a thousand years to digest you. It's it's like so it's going to be like torturous for as long as you're able to hold on to life. Somehow he escaped. Who knows how many years he was down in the Sarlacc pit. Maybe he was down there for an afternoon. How did that affect him? So evidently uh, now he's going to be flying around in a spaceship that is not the slave one and just being a swell guy, just being a
3: swell guy. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, they don't have this is my opinion, too. I don't think either of the leads for them are very strong actors, but that's just my opinion.
0: OK, um, I'll say it. I'll say it here. The, the, the girl. Uh, and I think she was on she's been in some other Marvel shows and she plays his sidekick. And she had a couple of episodes of The Mandalorian. She was in uh, Asian American girl. I don't know her name. Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Like get an acting coach.
3: Yep. Get uh, an I've, acting coach. I've never been impressed with her and I don't think the guy who's playing Boba Fett was ever ever a very good actor either. But again, yeah. those are just my opinions, my thoughts of it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be watching the guy on Disney Plus anyways. I'm not gonna be watching the, the show anyway. So it doesn't really matter to me. All right. Those Alrighty. are just my two cents. Gotta try to squeeze in the Netflix's Cowboy Bebop What Went Wrong post because that's a video post you did. It's trending pretty strongly on the website right now because I'm sure a lot of people are interested in the Cowboy Bebop review, which is what it really is. So I wanted to hear what you had to say about that.
0: Well, I, I really tried to. I could have done. I haven't done like a long form pop culture review like Star Wars. I did a couple that it's too funny. Whatever. It's I'm passionate about this stuff. I'm not going to apologize for loving Cowboy Bebop. And then I went back and I'm looking at it. The, the animated one, and, I, and I'm really thinking about it, like, okay, so what is it? So what is it? And it, the more I think about it, the more brilliant that show is. And it's, as someone who considers themselves a, a writer and a creator and all this stuff, I am just blown away by Cowboy Bebop, just blown away by it. And there's no simple explanation as to why I, I will say this, the, the, the mixture of genres, the mixture of of musical genres and and the fact that it has such at its core. It has a soul. It has a heart. It has these bittersweet, melancholy, romantic tones to it. it it's just it's almost staggering. It's almost staggering, which makes it so insulting what Netflix did. It's freaking insulting to the guy who created the show. It's, they've, they've reduced it just to a hunk of garbage. It's like they took a beautiful picture, and they, and I say this in the video, and smashed it into a thousand pieces. And then they hold up one of the pieces in the live action show, and they go, huh? Huh? As they show it to the fans. And you're, and you're like, yes, yes, do that, do that. And then uh, I have proof that, like, the showrunner, this untalented piece of crap uh, <laughs> showrunner, like, seriously, seriously, who doesn't respect the source material, and, he, and he's talking about subverting expectations. And the people who want to subvert expectations are untalented losers <laughs> that can't meet expectations.
3: So, what's the so, showrunner? The showrunner is the top producer on the show, correct?
0: Yeah, the showrunner is the head liaison between the studio, Netflix, uh, and his writing staff. He's the guy that has the vision. He's the guy who gets what he wants. And I didn't say this in in the in the uh, in the video, but I'll say it here. Boy, to fail on Netflix, to fail, you can't blame censorship. You can't. You can't blame censorship. You can't blame anything but yourself. The show failed because that dude sucks and he doesn't have a vision and he doesn't have empathy and he doesn't have understanding of what made the first show great. And he was so terrified of even trying, so scared, such a chicken shit that he decided, oh, we're going to subvert expectations. (laughs) And then I say this in the video. When has that ever worked? When has that ever worked and who does it work for? Like it's subverting expectations is just the way, okay, so you're acknowledging the greatness of the thing that you're, oh, we're not even going to try to copy that. We're just going to, we're going to do something new. And you don't like new stuff. It's horrible. It's horrible. And it's an insult. And then the other, the other post that I put up was the proof is in the cosplay, which is this, she's a, she's a model. She's an actress and uh, she's a. You know, girl in Los Angeles, she does cosplay and she just looks stunning in the Faye Valentine outfit. Just stunning. And it's just uh, it's it's rude what they've done to Cowboy Bebop. I watched the Cowboy Bebop uh, movie
3: over the weekend.
0: Freaking brilliant. Brilliant. It's so it's maddening. It's maddening.
3: So definitely something that people want to watch, like I said. When I last checked that post on the website, it was trending up, so my guess is a lot of people still are going to watch it who haven't yet watched it, even though a lot have. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's one of the big posts on the website this week.
0: Absolutely. I, I think we're out of time, but let me just, let me just rock through uh, and tell you uh, some things that are definitely worth a look from my perspective, the there's a, there's a group of YouTubers that do, air quote, honest video game reviews, and they do, air quote, honest reviews. They, they did a review of one of my favorite video games of all time, Nier uh, Automata, and it's pretty damn funny. It's pretty damn funny. And then everyone, uh, check out that uh, Thanksgiving cocktail. That thing looked delicious. That thing looked delicious.
3: Yep, that was another popular post, another popular one.
0: Oh, good, good, good. All right, Paul, as always, thanks for hooking us up with what's on the web. Everybody, thanks for listening to the Loftus Party podcast. And all the cool kids, all the fun and frolicking boys and girls out there, swing on over and join us for the extras on Patreon. Yeah, we will see you next time.